What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Show Enough 71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Happy New Year, everyone! And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 234 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime first on deck. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that gamer step daddy. How's it going, man? Hey, not bad. Not bad for a new year. Stuff's been going well. My uh, my NBA diploma is in the mail. I should be getting it here soon. I'm so happy to be done, though your buddy needs a job. He's a jobby job. So been been really hitting the bricks trying to find a job. So I Got but I'm job. excited. Do, 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 Get a job. I keep uh I keep <laughs> I keep uh making making jokes that I'm gonna go and become um uh Goonie and Joe's boss at you know at where they work, but I'm like, nah, I can't take that much of a pay cut. So I can't do that. I think they'd be I think they would be terrible. Terrible employees. No, just kidding. Um, uh, but other than that, we are done with our rolling credits. So basically, that means that we have a winner, and that winner is Crucial Chase. Congratulations, Crucial Chase, on on uh, rolling the most credits uh, in 2023. I think the final count was 13 or 14, if I remember correctly. So that's quite a quite a bit, quite a bit. So um. So uh, all the slates, all all of the books are clean for 2024. So the race is on. If you would like to win um, uh, something <laughs> for, for 2024, uh, let us know. But for 2023, uh, Chase will be receiving a gift card uh, to one of one of the one of the uh, services for which he plays games. It'll be enough money to, to, to buy himself a triple A game or a whole bunch of um uh, indie games so so yeah uh you'll get in touch with jabroni he'll let you know how much it is but yes it, it'll, it'll be enough to cover a full triple a game or no a bunch case, of little... uh he's going to ask for some steam credit because he loves the steam deck so well there you go steam well you're going to be happy because you're gonna if you want steam bucks you're going to be getting a crap ton of it so just have fun with that uh thank you so much everyone who participated again uh, 2023 is in the books, but 2024 is is here and ready. I, I want to see folks beating them games. Uh, later on in the episode, we were talking about our most anticipated games of 2024, and we hope that some of those uh, will have credits posted in our um, in our rolling credits section of the Discord. If you want to learn how to be a part of this contest, uh, just stay tuned. Um, at the end, we'll let you know how to do that. And yeah, other than that, I've been doing really great. Uh, 2024 has been good for me, and I really hope that this continues. Um, hope it's been great for you two as well. All right, all right, and of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, that's me. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going? It's going good. I'm maximizing my gaming dollar with. Xbox Game Pass, 
this month. Yeah, so this, yeah. We're, we're in the day thirteen of the month of Xbox. So, so we have slowed all of our other platforms down. I did dabble in some Steam Deck on the way home from Desmond's on New Year's Day, but uh, other yeah, than that, that, yeah, you need something to do while you're on your way home. You got it. So. So, but yeah, I have not turned on my PlayStation. In fact, my PlayStation is totally powered off. And so I've been just doing nothing but the good old Xbox, you know. And I know, you know, the good the good old listeners can't see in our outline, but our outline is decorated with Xbox logos. So, mm. you know, I celebrating know, yeah. the uh, the month of Xbox. So you have to understand that we, we did not. We, we, did, we don't do the outline. Joe does the outline. So, uh, Joe does all that. So, yeah. Mm. So just, yeah, that's that's all Joe. <laughs> hey, it, it's it's kind of reparations to our Xbox brethren because, you know. Reparations. Our... Don't, do not use that word, sir. Do not use that word. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> reparations for our buddies, huh? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, nah. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, we're we're atoning. Mm-mm. We're atoning. Okay. What are we atoning for today? Because <laughs> uh, you know, in, know, in prior outlines, we've had like this this disparaging picture of Phil Spencer and then the Xbox logo. Not an Xbox, but an Xbot logo. <laughs> on uh, again, so. I did not put that on there. So you must be atoning for something, sir. Yes, I uh, am. I'm, I'm atoning. Yes. Um, because. I don't know about you, but you know, I, I'm a fan of X, uh, of of, of uh, Phil. If you know, you know, on our Discord, my my Discord picture is is uh, a picture of super hardcore ripped Phil, because Phil's gonna come in here and he's gonna save us all in 2024. Mark my words, mm. everyone's gonna be playing Xbox Game Pass in 2024. Mark my words, you heard it here first, folks. Mm. Ultra Instinct Phil, huh? Okay. <laughs> Ultra instinct. <laughs> that's it. Doesn't have red glowy eyes. Oh, green glowy eyes. Not red glowy eyes. What am I talking about? It's a, see, you don't even know, sir. Mm. But soon you will. Soon you will. <laughs> Everyone will. Everyone will. Mark my words. I'm enjoying Game myself. Game Pass 2024. I'm enjoying myself. So. Mm-hmm. Peace. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't believe a word you're saying, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. It's. It. It. It's an interesting taste in Kool-Aid, to be sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so in other words, you you're saying that you're drinking the uh, what was it? What was the brand? The Pop Ice instead of the Kool-Aid crystals for oh. <laughs> folks that couldn't afford Kool-Aid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, drinking that, that bot juice. You're drinking that Pop Ice. That uh, yeah, that bot okay. ice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm, mm, mm. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we're kicking so we're, off. We're drinking Flavor Aid. Is that what we're drinking? Flavor Aid. That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up, okay. Joe. Okay. Joe. Joe, Joe, yeah. Joe reached Flavor-Aid. back in the recesses of his mind because yeah. he had that when he was a kid, right? Flavor Aid. You know, it's like uh, I'm 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 eating f- fruit O's instead of Fruit Loops. Okay. All right. Oh wow! I didn't know this. I'm reading the Wikipedia <laughs> for Flavor Aid right now. I didn't know this. That was the uh, that was the drink that Jim Jones used. Wow! Thanks, everybody. What this, does not this, surprise me. No, this took a this took a dark turn and and a and a really great you know get for uh for uh, Kool Aid because could you imagine 
You know? Well, actually, <laughs> the, the Wikipedia says that Kool-Aid has cold leader's wrongly, choice. Wrongly disparage saying that Jim Jones actually used it. It was actually flavor aid. So Yeah, they're like, uh, no, keep keep, keep us out your mouth, sirs. We didn't do nothing. That wasn't us. <laughs> wasn't us. Yeah. Anyway. One hell, of a, one hell of a way to market your product. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so, yeah. As usual, kicking off 2024 with our first topic on the docket, that's going to be the playlist. All right, uh, Daz, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing? What have I been playing? I have been playing uh, whatever is free on on Xbox Game Pass, to say the mm. least. Because uh, mm. I don't really, uh, I again, I have not been playing anything on my um, on my PlayStation. So, uh, the game that I have been really playing the most is Grim Dawn. It is by far. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best games um, on the. Well, actually, to tell you the truth, this is not on Game Pass, so no, it's not. It it's is a not. game I, I purchased that yeah, we're... that we're sharing. Yeah, so this isn't even this isn't even on Game Pass. But again, I'm a huge uh, fan of Grim Dawn, so I've uh, been playing that the most. That is sort of my go-to. I want to beat it. I do not think I'm going to beat it during the time of the Xbox um, uh, challenge, but I will be continuing to play it um, when the Xbox month of Xbox is over. I know we've talked about it at nauseum. It's a, um, a Diablo clone by the same people who did Titan Quest. So, um, yeah, fantastic game. I really, really wish it would come to uh, PlayStation. I think it would live, um, have a better, much better life uh, on on a PlayStation than it has on Xbox. But you know, you do what you got to do, right? So, but I love it. I've been playing with Joe. That's pretty much our go-to game. Um, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I am suffering from. Uh, character paralysis meaning i keep making <laughs> characters for the game i have played the opening so many times um mainly because I, I just really like each of the characters and each of the characters has something unique and interesting to offer and then when you start combining your characters together you just get so many different things that you can create and it's just just a plethora of different um just character options and play styles and everything. And so much so that I've been reading, um, uh, been reading guides and, um, it's just been so much fun. Uh, I've been, been theory crafting as well. It, people just don't know. They just don't know. The game is, the game is quite, quite good. So that's the one yeah. that I've been playing most of. You I know, say something I've, I've been yeah. digging into the, um, forms for Grim Dawn and, uh, I've been playing quite a out of all the games I've been playing since January 1st, since the month of Xbox, that has been like, I would say 80% of my gameplay on the Xbox. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much. It's just so good. But uh, that is not what the Xbox uh, or the month of Xbox is about. So uh, the next coming weeks before it is over, I'm going to try very, very hard uh, and I will continue to move out of um, uh, just playing Grim Dawn. 
and uh, we did that uh, during uh, this past week. Uh, I ended up playing a game, War Tales. Um, that is that is actually on Game Pass. It is a it is a tactics oriented game in which you are a company of mid in a medieval setting. There's like no magic that I found, but you start off with four uh, different characters, um, and you pick a you pick basically a specific like company that you are like why you're there why you're together you can either be like you're 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 running away from the military because you don't like your sergeant you're you can be bandits you can be this you can be that and then it, it, you get you get different stats for doing that then you have one defining moment that kind of gives you a buff and then you have one like condemning moment that gives you a debuff and then you go off into the world and you basically run around trying to find things to do um that is pretty much the game and you will meet bandits and you'll meet other people on the road you can attack people you can attack anybody you'll find resources and it's very it's very uh i will say uh, not incremental but but you basically start as like just like a, a warrior and then you have to continue to play the game and level up and then you get professions and professions are separate than than what class you are so you have to you know one of your people can be a miner and that gives you the ability to mine for resources you could be an angler you, could, you know that's how it gives you your ability to learn how to fish and all these different things and then each one of your players or characters will level up into different different people and then same thing with with when you level up you're you you can start as an archer but then you can turn into a sharpshooter and get new stuff and you can turn into something else and get even better stuff so so the game has a lot of legs on it um and a lot of different uh things that you can get into while your company is running around uh the countryside and you get experience points for um for discovering new regions you get experience points for discovering caves and doing stuff in the cave so so it's a very like you kind of gotta get in there and and experience stuff um you know how you how you want to it's really kind of interesting um and then the combat itself is is a tactics oriented combat uh you have four four people and as you level up and do your stuff, you'll have different uh, moves and you can pick anyone to any one of your team you can pick to move. And then it's the enemy's turn and, and vice versa. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Um, it is one of those games that takes a lot of attention because you have to read what's going on and you have to see what systems are in place. But once you start to learn what you're doing, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. And it seems like there's a lot of legs there. You just have to, you just have to be able to get in there and and uh, and see it. So, not bad, not a bad game whatsoever. Joe did uh, send me an, uh, a text message uh, with a, to an article about that. There's a bit of problems with the game on Xbox Game Pass. So, um, around um, trying to save the game and a couple of uh, uh, wonky things that are happening. So I'm, I know that some of it is being work, actively worked on right now, so I don't know how much time I'm going to devote to the game. But uh, suffice to say, I probably will go back to it. it. It got pretty good reviews 
on Steam. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the next game I played uh, during our break uh, was uh, Ghost Lore, which is another isometric top-down kind of uh, Diablo-like, but it was by a Indonesian uh, group. And so it's based on Indonesian lore and, you know, ghosts are running around and you get different weaponry that you you put into this grid and you're constantly um, uh, you're, you're constantly moving around your buffs and um, and weaponry in order to have maximum um, outcomes, basically, um, and to change out how your your weaponry and and your spells work so you basically have this big grid and as you level up more portions of the grid open up and then you can add modifiers to your your spells and your weapons and all this other uh stuff within the grid to create you know different types of play styles so it's an eight it's eight bit looking which and the music is great um it's very very linear uh, but the stages that you play in are really, really big, really, really big. Um, so you can run around and and some things are some things are destructible. Joe was playing it as well, and so he'll, he's going to talk a little bit more uh, during his uh, during his playlist. But um, it was fun. It was fun from what I played. It was on Steam for quite a while, and then it came to Game Pass. And so again, it's, it just seems like there's a pipeline from Steam. Uh, to Xbox Game Pass. You know, I know that some of these games are probably going to be on PSN as well, but um, I like I like that Xbox, you know, is a is a pseudo home for for these uh, console indie games. Um, that and the Switch as well. So, but it's a fun little game. Um, it's not going to win any awards or break any you know break the bank or anything, but but it definitely is fun. And if you want. Um, you know, a game that doesn't really ask much much of you, I would definitely say uh, pick it up, pick it up, and uh, it's free, and just try it out. Uh, the last game that we played uh, was uh, Bro Force Forever. Um, that was actually a game that the three of us played together on our game night. We got Kev, we got Kev to 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 hop on to to our to Xbox, turn it on. He blew the dust off it. You know, and he came in and played Broforce with us. Now, Broforce is a very hectic, hectic game. I don't want to say it was bad, but it was pretty, 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 uh, pretty crazy. It was pretty hectic. Um, I did have fun with it, but it is a very, very hectic game to, um, to say the least. Um, and it's an 8-bit graphic game. You're fighting with different super commando bros you know doing your thing and it was just is just a lot it was just a lot <laughs> um i know that they can talk more about it because i know that they actually i know joe uh rolled credits on on it on it so i know joe is super like super the greatest with it so he's all about he's all about that that bro force stuff so i definitely will be interested to see what he has to say um so having said that i'll kick it over to joe joe what have you been playing on 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 this xbox this month of xbox buddy well let's uh i'll talk a little bit about uh, what i played prior to january 1st and so uh division two 
still was playing that, uh, me and Goonie pretty much went ahead and went in. And uh, after we beat the game, we started going into the whole, like, you know, um, running the uh, the season, seasonal content and whatnot. And uh, I know even when I was over your house uh, right before the beginning of the new year that uh, I was hopping on just to do some gear check-in and that kind of thing, uh, kind of go through stuff in my uh, inbox and that kind of thing so but uh you know i haven't played it in, since I mean, it's been two weeks now so yeah like, i know maybe. i know there was a little there was a little devil on your shoulder you know trying to uh trying to get you trying to get you to to, to play a little bit huh uh well yeah i was asked i said no i'm doing the month of <laughs> xbox so <laughs> Yeah, I know you someone know. was like, come on, ain't no one going to notice. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being true, you know. Yeah, I, whether I'm, I'm giving, you know, I'm being submissive to you in your month of Xbox. I'm doing being... this under my own volition. So it's like. Which I think much... is great. I'm glad yeah. that you're, you know, doing that. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good good point of topic for the show, and it's a- actually opened my eyes a little bit. So, you know, you know, it's opened my eyes for the fact that um, somebody's got to take one for the team, right? Well, no, it's, it's just my race to obtain games. It's like okay, Xbox. I don't really buy games. You know, I just basically use the games that are available in the service and kind of go from there. And so it's like. Um, what I look looked at, it's like, okay, what do I really want to play on this thing? It's actually, yeah, Xbox is not that bad, you know, kind of thing where it's just, you know, I kind of discounted because I only play first-party exclusives on Xbox, and it seems like there hasn't been a lot of first-party exclusives I want to play on Xbox. So, uh, but just looking at just looking as just another platform I could play games on, it just it seems like it's been okay. So um, as far as I, I didn't want to dive into that just yet, but, uh, you know, I did wind up breaking out my Steam Deck OLED finally. I got that all set up. I got Desmond's Steam Deck set up, too. I was um, very happy about that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your impressions of the Steam Deck are. Uh, I know you played Grim Dawn on the Steam Deck when uh, we were at I was at your house. So I played some other stuff, too. But to be to be completely honest, I, I love it in the dock mode. I thought it was like amazing. It's like, yay, dock mode. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, just comparing the two units, I do like the OLED model just a little bit better. But there's not not a whole lot of difference between the two, if need be. On there, you could just just tell with the OLED screen, it's just a little bit different, and uh, especially if you're used to having an OLED screen, um, you know, it, it ran just a little bit brighter. And uh, all I played on it coming up and coming, going up to Des and coming back from uh, Des's house was uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. It's like the game I've been kind of playing off and on since I've had my Steam Deck, and I feel I looked at my Steam like year in like in review and it looked pretty pathetic <laughs> I have to say yeah. so in comparison to other platforms so i definitely want to get more use out of my steam deck i want to definitely play more on pc and we'll talk about that more in our main event if need be so i know kev you um had some experience with the steam deck too right as far as you, but you'll talk about that during your section right or you want to talk about that now <laughs> no good no go ahead and, and uh, continue your um Okay. 
Well, John BT wound up coming down for a visit after I got back from um, Desmond's. And so technically it was in January, but, uh, you know, we played some games. And what we played is that he wanted to check out my PlayStation VR 2. So I did happen to slap the uh, PlayStation VR 2 helmet on for a little bit. He was the main one that was playing it, though. So he was checking out uh, Song in the Smoke. Um, He was checking out No Man's Sky. And um, there was a few other games. Horizon Call of the, the Wild is also another game he was playing. So, and I was mainly observing. I did put on the helmet, though, and was checking out No Man's Sky. And man, oh man, oh man, it was just way different playing in VR versus. I bet. Stuff. Oof. So, uh, between trying to learn how to move the characters along, you know, because it was doing like, you know, if you know some VR games allow direct movement but some of them have the thing where you just point the uh like kind of reticle and you're able to move in the environment that way so uh, it took me and john a little bit of time to figure out as far as how to jump in the ship and as far as um how to actually use the ship and i was that was the main thing i was using because i actually put the helmet on just to kind of get an idea as far as what's going on with it and you actually have to hold your arm out on the right hand side to be able to go ahead and move the throttle as far as the uh, gas and then on the left hand side you have to hold out your hand to um, drag, grab the yoke basically to move the ship and so you actually sitting there I'm sitting there standing up playing No Man's Sky uh, right and left hands out and uh, you know wow and all that so that seems like a lot <laughs> you you can elect to play seated, but John, when we were setting it up, elected to play standing, and so that's why we were standing. But yeah, I'm kind of curious um, if you want to check it out, Des, as far as just to get an idea. You know, I mean, maybe I check out will. No Man's Sky and will. a few other things. But I think uh, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much played, um, went back into the box, and um, you know, I'm going to play it more once February 1st rolls around. Actually fired up Division while I was on PlayStation VR. I just wanted to see what a fl- quote-unquote flat game looked into the helmet, and uh, it's just like if you're looking into like a uh, into a like movie theater type thing where you're just seeing this kind of screen in the distance on there, and just using your controller to play a regular game on there. Probably not the thing to do, you know. So. The thing about it is I wear bifocals, so I was just trying to get a feel for, you know, having glasses in there. And uh, I think later on I might look into the thing because you can buy and you bring your or um, once you get a prescription, you could have like lens inserts placed into the VR like helmet itself. That way you don't have to wear glasses while you're having it on. So. That's pretty cool. So they have it for all the like the quest and whatnot, but I know that they have it for PlayStation VR too. And the thing about it is since I wear bifocals, it's like I don't you know, it's not like I'm gonna be looking down and reading <laughs> while I'm in this helmet, you know. So might be good just to get my, you know, distance prescription in there and just rock and roll it. So That's a lot. What you think? Eh, I don't, you know, it's, it's just, it's a new experience for sure. I mean, I didn't really mess with PlayStation VR 1 all that much, but, you know, mm-hmm. since I do own it, you know, I've I've been sitting on it for months now. So, <laughs> you know, I, I like the fact that John just egged me on to get it out of the box, unbox it, 
to hook it up. You know, we had to charge the uh, the controllers for a bit because they're kind of out of juice, but uh, we were able to go from there and um, check it out. So I quite enjoyed it. And, then, you know, I'm going to try to see if I can work it into the mix for 2024. So now as That's far awesome. as... Uh, Xbox is concerned, yeah, like like Des mentioned before, we've been playing a lot of Grim Dawn. I've been rolling two characters. I have a, a Warlord, and I also have another character that I've been doing a lot of like um, range combat with. I forgot the particular character class. Um, I think it's a. I want to say it's a. Um, demolitionist. Uh, yeah, demolitionist and an inquisitor. Inquisitor, yeah. There Demolitionist and Inquisitor, because you're doing a dual a dual uh dual wield gun build. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny, but with my warlord, it's like I was not, you know, I wasn't following any guides or anything. And it's like I was just looking wasn't doing so hot. You know, we've been playing on veteran, and the thing about veteran is that the difficulty is a little bit harder than normal. And so uh, playing solo with my melee character with my warlord, it seems like I just um, I was going into caves and just losing to bosses in there. And it's like, you know, granted, there was a, like a level disparity. It was like I was level 20 and the boss was level 27, yeah, 26. So, but I went ahead and respect my warlord to a um, kind of a gun build if need be. So I'm just using guns and using a particular skill. So a lot of it is just into the. Uh, soldier uh, spec and like mm-hmm. just no warlord spec at least at the beginning of the build but uh, you know the crate entertainment forums is kind of useful because grim dawn has all these tools that people put up builds and oh yeah you could actually it's actually in the uh, graphical the gui of the actual game itself so you can actually go in and dive in by using your uh, you know cursor to be able to go in and take a look at the build and look exactly as far as what skills are enabled and whatnot mm-hmm. and what weapons are, you know, you know, ones you need to look out for in the particular build and whatnot. So it's actually so. very, very nice. And the the people who who work on the builds are they like they know what's up. Like they they have like the the their the community is what I'm trying to say is very, very um is very, very uh active. Yeah. So and I'm like it's awesome. You know, that, a lot of people were assuming they, um, that the Grim Dawn was going to basically, because the game came out in 2013 on Steam, for God's sake. It's been, it's been out for a year and a day. So it took them a while to get the actual Xbox One version out on there. But uh, they just recently, uh, six months ago, announced a new expansion for Grim Dawn on PC. So not sure if it's going to make it to the Xbox side of fence. You know, they had some issues developing Grim Dawn for Xbox One. Even in fact, uh, at the beginning, they weren't able to get development kits, so they had to um, wrangle, wrangle, and Microsoft wasn't being cooperative with them as far as getting the game out. I know, even though they were able to get a development kit from Xbox, that they weren't able to get any sort of outreach from PlayStation at all. So, I mean, that's Hmm. probably Sony's uh, to their detriment, you know, because obviously I know Crate Entertainment, the developers of Grim Dawn are pretty small developers. So they kind of shot off from the original people that did Titan Quest and they decided to go in on their own. And this is what they did basically to kind of move on. So, but uh, 
I also played um, Halo Master Chief Collection. It's another game I kind of been dabbling with off and on, and went back into the uh, Halo Anniversary Edition, the first game. I know, Kev, you dove into Halo quite a bit as far as the Master Chief Collection. So, is it, is it worthy of a deep dive as far as all the games in the collection? You think? Um, I mean, if you want to experience the Halo collection from the beginning, yeah, I think it's worth playing through. I found myself getting lost in Halo a lot. All the environments kind of look the same. So trying to navigate to my next objective was a little bit more challenging than I remembered because I did finish the game on uh, Xbox, but the original Xbox. But um, yeah, for whatever reason, I found myself kept... kept, uh, I kept getting lost, which is kind of kind of weird. There, Sounds kind of annoying. <laughs> is it is the the waypoint system in that game? It'll you'll get a marker that tells you where you, that shows the direction you need to go. It comes up on your uh, your helmet HUD, but as you approach the waypoint, it disappears. So if there's a bunch of buildings or structures you need to do something at or in, you, you, you don't necessarily know exactly where you need to go. So I found myself getting lost a lot of the time. Um, I think there's um, I think the game has a chapter select feature from the beginning. I might I be does, wrong. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking next time I boot it up, I might just jump past that and not have to not have to worry about it. So smart. Yeah. So the it, it, Halo is the, the the thing that I appreciate Halo for was that it was able to Bungie was able to show that FPS could be done on a console using a console controller. I don't I never really fell in love with the I read like one of the books, but I never really fell into the Halo universe that much. It was just kind of. I don't know, it was it just seemed kind of. um, Janky, not (laughs) janky. It it, it just wasn't exciting to me. It, It was it was. It was okay. It's 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 kind of like if you took call it if you if you try to build a uh, like when people talk about Call of Duty, like what was it Black Ops, the campaign, you know, soap and all these other characters that you come across in the campaign to that game. Just as I would find them uninteresting because they're just dudes running around with guns. That's Master Chief. He's just a dude running around with a gun. I, I I just I just can't get into that. You know, but it's Master and, Chief. <laughs> and he, he he you know I get it. And he has this you know mystique of what he used to before uh, Amazon showed his ass literally on their on the <laughs> Halo Paramount. Uh, you mean Paramount? You know, Paramount, Amazon, whichever. Uh, showed his ass but um it's it's just an, a very bland it, it it's like it's like 
if someone gives you a plate of chicken, you've had chicken 10, you know, 10 million ways and they give you a plate of chicken and it's, it's okay. But it's like, did I really need to eat this plate of chicken? I could, I have lived without eating this plate of chicken. Yeah, I, I could have. It's, for me, the Halo, the Halo universe is hard to describe because it's just so. It's from it's another bland. time. Another time. No, no, because I've played the other Halo games and I felt the same way about them. I, I think it's just every time a new Halo came out, I was thinking, okay, this one, my, this is going to be the one that's going to pull me into the universe, and it never happened. I don't know. Mm. It, it, it's 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 just one of those things. Because again, I didn't buy an, an the original Xbox, which I I love the console. Uh, and when when the PS2 and the original Xbox were out, the original Xbox was my console of choice. But I didn't buy it for Halo. I bought it for Ninja Gaiden. So mm. what what draw what drew the Xbox, the majority of the Xbox fan base to the platform is not what drew me. So that's probably why. Mega? Uh, also, I've been playing a little bit of Ghost Lore, like Desmond mentioned. I have not fired it up since I got back from uh, Desmond's house, though. So I played it tonight. We are checking it out, and it seemed pretty cool and kind of a little bit more basic, isometric, uh, you know, looter uh, almost, I would say shooter, but it's like you know your uh, character has a, uh, you know, it's not melee, it's more just range combat if need be. Oh, there's melee uh, in it. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like it was cool. It seems like you know, uh, hopefully there's a long enough tail with that. You know, I'm gonna definitely check it out before the months over of Xbox is over. That way, I give it it's a fair shake on there. Um, also fired up the original Quake. Quake 1 on here. I've not played Quake 1 since the um, Sega Saturn version from way back in the day. I never played it on PC. I've only played I've played a ton of Quake 2 on PC myself previously, but never Quake 1. I just didn't own the PC at the time that that game came out. So, But uh, kind of cool to get back into it. I mean, obviously, it's been a long old time, and I don't really remember playing this the Saturn uh, Quake all that much. But... Uh, you know, once I got going with it, it's just crazy because of the as far as the how quick the uh, character moves and whatnot. But you know, Doom, Quake, it's all kind of in that same vein, if need be. Um, also played some Monster Hunter World, so I wound up uh, buying hype, a huh? copy of Monster Hunter World for Xbox for like three bucks at GameStop. But in fact, I was going on some bargain bin shopping a little bit. The grabs a uh, little odds and ends since I'm in this month of Xbox. I grabbed the uh, Scarlet Nexus for two bucks as well. So I used a couple coupons. It's like if, if you're an Xbox gamer and you have access to a Series X on there, I think Scarlet Nexus is worth five bucks. I, you know, I don't know what you have to say about that, Kev. I know you played that game and dropped off at that game, but. Uh... Yeah, it's. it's... I. It was it it had good bones, but I I don't think it was executed very well in the yeah. end. Yeah, you know, all the extra stuff you had to do, I guess, to beat it. 
Yeah, but Monster Hunter World, I went back to it. It was kind of fun to get back into that on the Xbox. It looked fantastic. It ran um, with my um, LG OLED in like 120 frames, and the FreeSync kicked in too. So I'm not even sure if the PlayStation 5 version running in back compat mode actually has the ability to be able to do that. But uh, I decided just to kind of fire it up just to get those like kind of feelings back again, you know, playing back, going back the world. Cause uh, if, if you've kind of seen out in the media right now, a bunch of people on steam are going back and playing monster Hunter world now on there where the concurrent users have gone up to its almost highest level on steam. At least, so yeah, and, um, people were hyped. People were hyped for the, the, uh, they want Mon- the new monster Hunter. Yeah. Monster Hunter wilds. Yeah. So, so people are rekindling. It's funny because you don't you're not hearing that about Rise. <laughs> so ah, some people might be going back to Rise as well, but uh, uh, sure, okay. Uh, I I went I checked out Light Bowgun. I never played the bowguns. I never played any of the uh, um me- not the melee, but the um the range weapons in Monster Hunter whatsoever. So it's like mm-hmm. I've kind of even going back to like the original Monster Hunter. I've always been like you know. Long sword, great sword, a switch axe, uh, dual blades, you know, insect glaive, you know, I've, you know, I've not never attempted really to play any sort of uh, bow weapon in a Monster Hunter game ever. So, and so this is my first foray, and it actually, it's not too bad. It's, uh, it took me like a good, um, maybe five, 10 minutes to kind of get used to loading the ammo and the sequence and just trying to make sure you kind of bobbing and weaving out of the yep. way. <laughs> got to stay mobile. You got to stay mobile. Yeah. Yeah. That and, was my main for third or a try. I should say. So I know, I know, sir. So I'm uh, going to go back to it. I mean, I, I think, you know, especially since wild is not coming out to 2025, there is enough meat as far as on Monster Hunter's bones, if I want to, you know, dabble in a Monster Hunter game between now and when Wilds actually comes out, that you know, World is there. You know, I could go back to Sunbreak and maybe beat that campaign too. So it might be uh, something to kind of look forward to. I know that either of you two are not going back to any Monster Hunter anytime uh, soon. So. I wouldn't say that. You know, I mean, you never know. I I, I would go back to to World before I went back to oh. Rise. Oh, most definitely. That's that's what I was gonna say. You know, but oh, you okay. never know. I'm I am hopeful. I don't think that there's any plans, so it's probably not gonna happen. But I would be hopeful that that they release something, something to get to get us, you know, a little a little bit um, hyped. Like maybe they'll be like, you know, hey everybody, guess what? You thought it was over, but here's you know a new monster for Monster Hunter World. I think if they were to release just something, just something for Monster Hunter World uh, in 2024, I think it would be amazing. Will they do that? Probably not, because they're going to be focusing so much on on uh, Wilds. But if they were just to just just to do something for a little bit of goodwill, not that not 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 that they need to do that. I think it would be amazing. So. I'm hopeful. I'm I'm hopeful that we get some something for the anniversary because it's the 25th anniversary of Monster Hunter. So something they got to do something this year, right? Like we'll just, see. It's the 20th anniversary is coming up in March, so yeah. yeah so see. like that's my thought. It's like come on, you know, it's it's the 20th anniversary. Give us something. Give us just something. You know. Well, if you guys dive back in, I don't think uh, the game's cross 
play. So oh no no no, no 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 sir, I'll be playing it on my on my PlayStation. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go and get a nice seven dollar and ninety nine cent copy of Monster in the World and play it on I, your? Oh wait, you can't you can't get a copy. I forgot. So <laughs> no, and and to be completely frank with you, I'd I'd rather buy some donuts or something with my money. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> than than spend it on an Xbox game. Sorry. Not sorry. Well, speaking of Xbox, I, you know, I was mentioning to you, Des, I might as well mention it here. I was kind of looking around as far as, you know, I went to Xbox, a couple of Xbox uh, forums as far as gamers and what they're discussing, that kind of thing. And so I got to see how, how Xbox gamers kind of get game the system a little bit. They kind of go around and, and get to eat, eat on the cheap if need be. So I was, I was kind of curious to see. Uh, all this talk about, of course, you know, uh, buying games from reputable outlets like Aniba and Game Flip. So, and come to find out that what there are some uh, uh, Xbox gamers out there talking and, and discussing as far as uh, using VPNs and saying that they live in either Egypt, Argentina, or Turkey and buy. Uh, Xbox game codes for games not on Game Pass and buy oh. games for pennies on the dollar. Say it so, isn't so. So yeah. So I was I was kind of looking at the Game Flip website and I was like, oh man, there's like people buying twelve dollar copies of Baldur's Gate three and uh, you know going out there and picking up other games on the cheap and whatnot. So you know it seems like uh, if they can't get it on Game Pass, they are finding ways to be able to play what they want when they want so so it's kind of interesting to see all the like little ins and outs if need be so take a hmm. look at that but i also been since i'm on xbox been playing around with some controller converters so it's like because um there are converters out there uh the mayflash magic x and the ghoulie kit goku adapter that allow you to be able to use any of your like controllers for other platforms onto the Xbox. So, you know, so I was actually using my PlayStation uh, DualSense Edge. Um, I've been mainly using a lot of uh, these uh, Chinese um, Switch controllers, the Ghoulie Kit King Kong Pro 2, and I just got the Ghoulie Kit King Kong Pro 3 in the mail from China on there and uh both controllers are kind of awesome i think if you're looking for a switch pro controller you cannot do any better than picking either of those two up the the goalie kit uh king kong pro 2 is actually also branded um also and sold at target under a different brand name which i can't remember off the top of my head right the second but uh you know, I also checked out uh, also another controller called the um, the Vader Pro 2. No, Predator, Vader Pro 3, excuse me. So uh, from another Chinese manufacturer. And these controllers are excellent. These trounce the Xbox um, Elite controllers, both of them, it seems like. And uh, the King Kong Pro 3 does have some back buttons as well so you go into the dark side joe is that what's that going to the dark side with the vader three you know vader pro three yes <laughs> now vader pro three uh, actually won quite a uh, bit of like there's some controller like youtube channels it's one controller of the year on wow. there, so you know 
I never heard and, such a thing. Yeah, and it's, it's from basically a uh, Chinese company that just it's China's number one game gaming pat game controller company. So, Flydigi is the name of the brand of the controller. So, awesome. How long did it take you to get it from order to receive? Uh, both the Goalie Kit, the uh, King Kong Pro Three, and the um, the Vader Three Pro. Um, I got them like about about maybe 14 to 19 days give or take from china so it's not too bad it's so not bad mm-hmm. you know the, you could also buy it through amazon uh the thing about the buying 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 the vader pro 3 through amazon it was like 80 bucks but through aliexpress it was like like 40 bucks maybe 45 so i took the chance of buying from aliexpress and aliexpress is actually not too bad so and the thing about the uh, Goalie Kit King Kong Pro 3, um, it just barely came out. So Amazon didn't even have listings for it. So on it. So I got on, on the on the train as soon as I saw it go up the pre-order on AliExpress, and I got it sent to me. But, yeah, it is a Switch controller, but it has Hall Effect uh, thumbsticks, uh, so you can't get stick drift. Uh, there are four back buttons on this thing. has all sorts of rumble. Um, you could put the uh, switch to controller because it's in uh, switch button mode. So you got instead of having your A and B um, in the normal spot, it's basically B and A. It's in the Switch Pro button configuration. But they give you buttons in the actual package so you could actually swap out the buttons if you want. So on there. And I uh, definitely... Did you post this in the Discord? I posted a couple pictures of it on the Thursday game night thread, but I will give a little bit more impressions maybe post a box and let you guys kind of know all the ins and outs about the controller yeah. a little bit more I would like because to see it. yeah because um once it's on amazon it's going to retail for 80 bucks and i definitely think it is like a banger it's like uh it's uh it's something to wear it's like it's so smooth i've been enjoying my month of xbox by using these uh kind of off the wall controllers but it's you know it's like i kind of was in talking to goonie a little bit saying that i cannot go back to just regular controllers without trigger stops i just love having the clicky buttons on the triggers you know if i want to play a game if i'm not racing or doing something that requires a long trigger pull why should i have those actuate the damn trigger with a long button press i'd rather just have a, a mouse like button click instead so so it's just a, been kind of eye-opening for me. So, yeah, good for you. Not a fan of it though. Not, not a, fan a fan of it. So, I like to get, get an option. Like yeah. And I was even telling Desmond before I got onto the show tonight that I was messing around with. I bought a uh, a Google Stadia controller, and obviously I only bought it for the fact to use it as a controller and not <laughs> on Stadia <laughs> itself. So, I I actually got working with the Xbox. So. Crazy times. My what you've been doing has been super long, so let me kick it over to you, Kev. <laughs> so um, I really haven't been doing anything other than the Bro Force game night. Um, I haven't played anything. My my 2024 didn't start off so great. I had to go to the emergency room, uh, so I spent uh, gosh. Friday, this past Friday, I went in around like 6.30. I didn't leave till almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So everything's fine. 
but um, I had I started feeling uh, getting symptom in my leg that I wasn't liking, so I better be safe than sorry type of deal. So I'm thankful everything worked out there. But um, yeah, I really haven't been playing anything. Um, I did set up my Steam Deck. Uh, and uh, my Steam Deck adventures have not been great. It is... Uh, <laughs> um, I really... Uh, the only reason I wanted... I, I got it I got it was to play emulators and .exe free, freeware, like Legend of the Double Dragon, Final Fight LNS, Double Dragon Reloaded Alternative, that, you know, those type of games... My my Steam library consists mostly of PS3, Xbox 360 era games. I'm not going to be playing the latest and greatest on Steam at all. So, and I wanted something more convenient than my uh, 1070 uh, desktop PC that I have here, which I will once. Once the Steam Deck is working properly, I'm, I'll probably just, I don't know if I'll donate it or uh, EJ doesn't need it. His, his, his computer is more powerful. His, desk, his laptop is more powerful than my desktop, so it's not going to do him any good. Um, Thanks, Unc. Yeah. Throw it away. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the Steam Deck has what they call a... Um, a desktop mode and in desktop mode it has all these linux root programs that help it run certain executable files and i got double dragon reloaded to work to like boot up to the title screen but i can't get it to play like you hit the buttons the face buttons the triggers any, anything it just will not it will it will not start uh i loaded um emu deck which seems to be the uh, the best option for emulating on the steam deck from what i could ascertain there's there's a whole bunch of emulators available that are that you can run on the steam deck but everyone was pointing to emu deck so i do have emu deck on on it but I, I can't get it. To, <laughs> I can't get it to work. It, uh, the the few ROMs that I have, and and, and that's something else. Um, I thought finding ROMs would be easier. Uh, it's not. At least not for me. It's um, getting tracking down ROMs is like uh, navigating an online minefield because. Some of these ROM websites are sketchy as hell. In fact, mm. most of them are. Uh, so I had my my VPN and my uh, I had my my firewalls working, and just going to some of these sites, some of the ads that were popping up. I was like, you know what? I don't I don't need this in my life. Um, so very sketchy proposition. What I want to do is duplicate the MAME uh, file that uh, we have. I, I, I'm pretty sure you two have it have it as well on your uh, Raspberry Pis. Uh, 
So if I could get like a that that big packet of arcade ROMs onto the Steam Deck, I'd I'd be a happy camper because that that I think that probably has just about every arcade game that I can remember ever playing and a crap ton of them that I never did play. So I don't think I would have to I that that would really scratch the the emulator itch and that's really all i want to do i I really don't have that much interest in playing ps2 emulation uh, dreamcast emulation the 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 whole emulation thing um i'm not all that much into i think there are better i mean not I won't say better options, um, but um, if I really want, if I really want to do that, I would probably just get uh, oh, I got a, a Polymega and uh, do it that way. That's just my own personal preference. Um, but I do want the Mame, and I do want to be able to play those. Uh, uh, those freeware games on this thing and trying to get that trying to get all that to work uh, has been uh, ain't nobody got time for that over here uh, mm-hmm. PC 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 and, and me don't get along as it is hardly at work and we sure as hell don't get along uh, uh, when it's time to try and make this technical crap make it make it flow together so i'm just gonna have to i'll find somebody pay somebody to put this stuff on my steam deck for me and just move on from there (laughs) probably smart yeah just let go yeah but that's really all i've been doing cool Uh, just uh yeah not great, but you know what you're gonna do. So that said, we're gonna move on to our main event. Well, Des, you got the mic, dude. Alrighty. So for this episode's main event, we are talking about our most anticipated games of 2024. So, um. We put this out there for we talked about it a little bit at, at, on our last episode, um, but we wanted to basically wait and have this be sort of like a, a community as well as our most anticipated. So um, I'm going to start off, you know, talking about some of some of um, our listeners, uh, what their anticipated games are 2024, and then we're going to kind of bounce uh, around each other. So, uh, Crucial Chase says, first of all, I'm finally caught up on podcasts, so I feel I can participate in real time. So my answer is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, with an honorable mention to Star Wars Outlaws. My backlog will be filled with Baldur's Gate 3 and Marvel's Midnight Suns. Alrighty, well, I have to agree with you, uh, Chase. Um, I'm definitely about Baldur's Gate 3 and Marvel's Midnight Sun. Um, I'm going to be definitely playing uh, both of those games more in 2024. Uh, and it is great to have you back, uh, Chase. Uh, your voice was greatly missed. So so thank you so much for uh, for being a long-term listener. So we, we really appreciate it. Uh, Kev, I'm going to bounce it over to you. What games are you anticipated 
2024. So are we doing round robin or are we just going off just, giving our given yours? Yeah, whatever yours, you whatever okay. yours is. You can you can respond or you can you know tell me what yours are. Okay, well, um, number one is probably Final Fantasy Rebirth as well. That's probably my number. Well, number one is going to be a tie. Well, actually, a number is going to be a three-way tie. <laughs> okay. Uh, if that makes any sense. So it's totally. almost like um, my top choices, because I honestly can't don't know which one I'm, I'm more excited for, maybe Final Fantasy VII Rebirth by a half step than the other two but i'm super hyped for all of them uh final final fantasy 7 rebirth stella blade and uh black myth wukong yeah i I knew black myth wukong was going to be in your in your tops but you know stella blade i'm really kind of interested about really you just you just Mm. feeling like that's that's just that game well yeah well i mean it's like bayonetta yeah Um, in I uh, people always compare it to Devil May Cry, and yeah, I can see that probably because Devil May Cry is more of a household name mm-hmm. than than Bayonetta is. But you can't you can't tell me that that game was not heavily influenced by Bayonetta, and and the and the action is just really intense, very fluid. Uh, she does have a witch time. Uh, mechanic in the gameplay loop i'm sure they don't call it that but that's exactly what it is uh and you know as they say um uh imitation is often the greatest form of flattery and i'm not i I don't say that as a as a put down against the game i think it's fantastic um i think bayonetta the first two in particular are some of the best 3D beat 'em ups I've played ever played mechanically. Uh, I put them up against the best in the business, and I think they 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 those games stand the test of time, uh, in my personal opinion. So I'm really looking forward to what um, Shift Up brings to the 3D beat 'em up genre. Very interested in seeing what they do. And Black Myth Wukong is just you know. It's like, you know, Journey to the West meets, you know, uh, but D- Dark Souls. And, uh, yeah, I'm sign me up for that. Uh, yeah. And it looks like it's going to play a little bit more like Sekiro as opposed to a traditional um, Dark Souls game, which is, is sign me up for that. I'm not a traditional Souls guy. I mean, the, I think the Souls games do things that I like, but the the soul management, the 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 you know the builds and doing all that, I'm I just want to kill stuff and uh, have to be forced to master the mechanics in order to survive. That's what I go into a beat 'em up for. The 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 RPG elements I can take or leave. But Black Myth Wukong looks to be all action all day. Just some of the some of the most bizarre enemy designs I've seen in an action game. Um, 
So I'm really interested to see what that game brings to the table. Um, so All that's day, like, every day. Yeah, so that's like the three top ones. I'm going to also say Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah. I assuming that game comes out this this year I, I can't remember did it get an official release date or not come out yes. in march yeah come out okay. in march all yeah, right people are super excited for it as am i yeah i still think it's i understand why they did it this way but i also think it should have been a co-op game but i understand why it's a single player i get it uh, but that game looks fantastic. Um, looks like a lot of hours can be sunk into that. Tekken 8, I was not going to buy Tekken 8. Uh, after playing it at the at, at uh, Evo, I liked it, but at the end of the day, I'm like, uh, it's, it's still Tekken, which is what it's supposed to be, right? I... But then I started messing with um, my leverless controllers, and uh, it makes movements in Tekken a lot more doable for me personally. And the I went in and started messing around with the uh, the demo or the beta that they that they released fairly recently for Tekken 8, and uh, I'm I'm all in. Um, to be honest, I'm kind of over Street Fighter 6 right now. It's, I, I don't know why. I still like watching it. I still like watching the competitive play. But the characters just don't really stick with me as I hoped that they would. Um, I, 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 feel, I still think the game is good, but... Um, I think there are a lot of characters that I would have I would I would I would have liked to have seen brought to the game. Not saying that they won't come, but I'm probably not going to be going going into Street Fighter until those characters that I really care about show up. So that said, Tekken Eight has all of the characters from the Tekken series that I would be interested in playing off the off rip. So um, that's I think that's where I'm going to be for my for my fighting game, getting getting my face pounded in online and Tekken 8 for that. Well, we could do and, some uh, uh, scrub sport for the vessels, at least. So, oh, I'm yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always open for that, but we never wind up doing that. Um, it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, it, it's like life gets in the way, right? And I, I understand, I understand that. that. So when I when I say this, when I when I say this stuff, I'm just I'm looking at it from the standpoint of that I will more than likely be playing, uh, running these things solo because my gaming time is just so minuscule. I really shouldn't be buying any of these games to be perfectly honest cuz I don't have time to play them all. But I I will wind up buying them. Um and the last two I'm going to mention just for the sake of brevity, quote, quote unquote, uh is going to be Helldivers 2 yep. and uh Warhammer uh 40k Space Marine 2. Yep. Um, I think. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I I think the change from 
a, the uh, top down, turning it into a co-op third person shooter. Brilliant move. Yep. I like what I'm seeing. Uh, the crazy. I mean, it's like you're playing um, Starship Troopers. I it, it it very much looks like Starship Troopers. It's like they they have. I don't know how they dodged the, uh, the dodge cease and desist, but I, I'm I'm loving it. It it does have that star Starship Troopers uh vibe it kind of makes me wish that they could they would have just sprung for the starship troopers license with this for this game but um i get it i'm i love what i've seen uh from the uh developer diaries so i'm i'm loving that and warhammer 40 40k space marine the first game is uh i i have it i think i still have that game for ps3 no i don't think i do i think i wound up trading it um but playing it on steam with uh an unlocked frame rate is that that is one heck of a game it is um you're just killing orcs i know nothing about the warhammer universe don't really care about learning about the Warhammer universe, to be perfectly honest. But you're talking about genetically augmented dudes who are like, I don't know, when the, when you come, you almost forget how big they are because you're fighting these these big orcs. Yeah. Until you come come across a regiment of regular human soldiers, and you see how big you are compared to them. And it's like, oh yeah, the, these regular grunts are like almost twice the size of a normal human being. <laughs> yep. Let's... Oh man, the it pretty is, crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, all for the emperor. It's like I want to see. Uh, does the emperor ever do anything? Not anymore. <laughs> other than just like rule from on high. No. Does he have he, powers? Yes. He, he, yeah, he's the one that's he's like a super is, duper is psionic. He like Lisa, blow so, up planets type of thing. So real quick, real quick, there was a huge the the Horus Heresy. Basically, there was a a super uh, a, a marine super marine that was. Uh, corrupted by the the warp and he went evil and he challenged you know it was a primarch who were like second only to the god emperor and they had a fight and he basically wounded him and so the god emperor sits on the golden throne and he's basically a husk of what he was before and he sits on this god throne and he is the one that inspires everyone and he uses his psionic powers to basically keep the warp at bay so he's he's basically like a a skeleton sitting on this golden throne Mm -hmm. and what's weird is if you're a if you're a psychic person any kind of a psyker anything like that they feed them to him to keep him going so he doesn't speak he doesn't eat he doesn't defecate doesn't do anything he's just this this body that sits on this golden throne and just uses his psych immense psychic energy to protect the home world and to keep the the warp at bay he doesn't fight anymore he doesn't do anything anymore he's just this psychic echo that that inspires everybody you know but back in the day yeah back in the day he was a perfect human 
a perfect human specimen and everything, but he doesn't do anything anymore. He's 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 a shell of his body, but he has immense like psychology. literally a shell of his former literally self. a shell of his of his former self. So wow. it's pretty crazy <laughs> all the stuff that he did, you know, before he before he basically became a a zombie. Like he's basically a zombie who just uses his psychic powers to to help out everybody. But he's he 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 has enough humanity to want to protect it. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like he's a good person. He is not. He if he basically uh, he genetically he genetically altered all kinds of people in order to make humans the best. He is incredibly xenophobic, incredibly you know hostile to others to other people, and he basically created the Primarchs and the and the you know, Ultramarines and all these people in order in order to dominate the universe. Oh no. Don't get it to Oh and he and basically and he and he eats people. Like they he he <laughs> psychically sucks the power out of out of other psychic people in order to in order to keep himself alive. Like there's like you know, thousands of people that have died that that they have sacrificed to him, you know, in order to keep him going. So no, he is not a he's not a uh, a really good person. You oh, know? okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't no. know. Maybe I should learn more about this 40, 40K. Universe. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Like a lot of the stuff that they did is pretty crazy. And like the different factions, like the orcs. The orcs are all asexual. They they are plant based. They are literally a fungus. And so when they die, they decompose into the planet and they sprout up again. And so you literally have to. So it's an to, enemy you can never kill. Correct. You literally have to salt and burn the earth that they die on. After you after you beat them out, after you beat them, you mm-hmm. have to literally burn, scorch the earth, or they will come back like a plague. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I want to see what these alien looking these aliens looking thing, because I don't think they're orcs. They're they look no, like the brood from yeah they're uh, Terranids. and Terranids yeah. are even worse they're like giant it's like a giant insect hive mind and they 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 swarm 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 on people and one of the things that also they do if they can't swarm you they basically send genetic um genetic doppelgangers into a planet and they basically will breed you out if they if they can't if they can't kill you onslaught through through just sheer numbers they will send people in there to breed breed um to impregnate people and breed them out <laughs> wow crazy. yeah it's like it's it's a grim dark universe for a reason it's it's pretty crazy <laughs> like it's some of the stuff that you learn about about in that grim dawn sorry and um and uh warhammer is pretty crazy it's pretty crazy so the books are like if you like like aggressive you know straight up you know no love for nobody it's all about missions and stuff like that grim dark uh, damn it um warhammer 40k is the way to go because it's a grim dark story so and you can watch them like all the lore is on on youtube you can just like that's how I learned all my stuff. I just watched people tell me about the stories and like the the the, the lore is just super rich. So Oh, okay. Definitely worth it if you're it. interested. Yeah. And uh I think the last game, I forgot this one. The last game I'm going to mention is uh Grand Blue Relink. Yeah. Uh, the demo is out. I haven't I haven't had a chance to play it. Uh but 
that game looks absolutely fantastic. Um, and I don't know too much about the, I don't, I don't, not too much. I don't know anything about the Grand Blue Universe. I know it's a mobile game that really kicked off in Japan initially, and I guess worldwide now. Uh, but um, the characters, I like the character design. Um, I have the the fighting game um, uh, versus Rising, uh, Grand Blue versus Rising, which I need to get into as well. And I like the, I guess those the same characters that are in that are in Relink. Um, so I'm, you know, fighting giant monsters, dragons, and uh, with magic powers and swords and shields. Uh, I'm, I'll be there day one for Relink as well. So whether or not I'll be able to, I'll play it. <laughs> I'm good. pretty sure I'm gonna make. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make time. I will make time from the majority of these games because uh this has got to be one of the most uh this is a this is a show enough lineup uh, and it's been a long time since i've seen a lineup uh of titles that really really hit me in my gaming tastes the way that that what we know about 2024 is hitting uh right now for me personally so it's been pretty good like i'm yeah. i'm excited for it as well i think it's going to be a pretty damn good uh 2024 yeah. game is there any uh backlog you're looking to crank out i wasn't sure because i know that's another part of the question too so. oh uh well i don't know when i'm going to have time for it but i have i do have backlog um the um I kind of do want to want to go back in and uh, play uh, Wolong. I think we were talking about that about a day or two ago at some point. Yeah. Online, I want to go back and um, and play play and finish that game. And I, there's like a bunch of games that I have. Um, I need to finish RoboCop. Um, some of my um, Black Friday gets. Um, uh, I want to want to get sink my teeth into that. I want to uh, finish Trepang too uh, because I really liked I like what that game was doing. Uh, so yeah, there's there's definitely some backlog, a lot of backlog uh, in the mix there. I just need to figure out how and and when <laughs> they're going to. <laughs> be able to get to them understood yeah. i mean that's that's the main thing you know it's just like how am i gonna get to this stuff <laughs> with, with all this limited time mm-hmm. you know, and this this damn job you know it's all this weird stuff you gotta do anyway uh but yeah is 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 that your is that your pretty much your list uh yeah there, okay. there's there's one more game but it um uh, sure. what is it it's that um Gosh, it was on the last PlayStation. Uh, it it was it, it's about Jap- uh, Japan, the uh, Western influence coming in. So you got Samurai. Rise of the Ronin. Right, yeah, Rise of Ronin. Oh, Rise of the Ronin. Okay, yeah, that's an, that's another game that that's on my radar. I'm not sure that I'm like super like, oh, I got to get it, but it's definitely on my radar. It's on my radar. Yeah, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. So one. that's it. So I'll end it there. 
Well, all right then. So next up is Goonie, who is on the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth train like all y'all. <laughs> uh, he also says uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 and Avowed. That's my man. Avowed. I will be turning on my Xbox uh, for Avowed, most definitely. Uh, he says they are all up there, but Hades 2 is hands down the game I'm most excited for. Go on with your with your roguelites. I would be excited for anything new from Supergiant Games, but a sequel to one of my favorite games of all time easily puts it on the top of my list. Only concern I have is that we'll only see early access this year, which I don't know how much I'll, I'll play so as not to spoil the full release. Yeah, um, I really hope that it just comes out fully. Um, and we and they can and they miss the whole, um, uh, you know, that 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 whole sort of, you know, uh, early access thing. But an early access is definitely a way for folks to make money, especially if you're an indie studio. So, uh, not to say that they're probably an indie studio anymore, but I think they still are. But um, but yeah, um, it just depends on how much you want to, you know, you want to play the game and how much you want to support the developer. So, I'm definitely there with you on that one uh so joe what are uh some of the games that you are super excited for um for 2024 uh for me uh probably my top game one i'm looking forward to the most because it's like only one of the i don't have any pre-orders that much for anything coming out so but that's uh, awesome who are you i have like two pre-orders for 2024 what did you do who are you? You're not. I'm, wait, I'm waiting to get more Best Buy bucks, you know, by oh, using okay. my Best Buy credit card. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. Like, who um, are you? Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is like probably my number one on there. It's coming out right on February 1st, right after, right when the uh, month of Xbox ends, and it's, Ooh. you know, uh, ready to throw off your shackles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm you you do get some bonus items by playing the demo so it's just like you know. oh your 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 body is just dying isn't it it's like bonus items if it had been a still book you would have been you would have exploded something <laughs> but yeah kevin will have to get those bonus items but uh just I, I like the the look of it uh we played it at pax a couple times i waited in line and played it a couple times i'm not too familiar with the characters in grand blue fantasy itself i mean it's a mobile game from eons ago that has been in existence for like years and years and years in asia and this is kind of nuts the fact that uh, this whole whole uh universe of games are coming out for console you know, between the fighting game and then this game as well so um, I'm also looking forward to uh, Unicorn Overlord, which comes out, I believe, in March. So that's a Vanillaware, like, tactical strategy RPG game that looks kind of nuts. Looks crazy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm kind of interested in the collector's edition because it comes with all sorts of doodads, including a nice art book and uh, an actual CCG uh, along with it. So um also excited for rise of the ronin i, I kind of like that period of time of that game and it being more of a like a uh, action adventure game versus the souls type game um that's really i just want to see what the uh, team ninja does in that space as far as that and uh, kind of adds their whole special spice to the mix on their uh games i i always wanted to play but i never really dabbled in uh any of the neo games either neo one or neo two kind of played the demo for neo one at one point but uh might be another backlog game for me to get into 
Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, I want to rectify the fact that I only played a little bit of Dark original Dragon's Dogma and Dark Arisen, so I'm definitely going to be in there day one. I want to be able to share my pawns with all y'all So mm-hmm. on there. It, what's killing me is that basically Rise of the Ronin comes out the same day as Dragon's Dogma 2, which is, is totally messed up, but, you know, it is what it is, so. Uh, March 22nd is the date for that game, actually. So, And uh, also looking forward to uh, Banishers, Ghost of New Eden. That's that game from Don't Nod. Um, yeah. Looks kind of cool. And it's coming out in February. It's like literally coming out next month. So it's just like, eh. So many games coming out next month is crazy. I know. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it right away because, I mean, I could get the edition on the Focus Entertainment's website with the Steelbook, but I think the Steelbook's going to cost me, between shipping and everything, probably about 120 bucks. So it's just like, mm. uh. <laughs> I got to save up for Japan, you know. So. Yep. <sighs> yep, you definitely do. Also, I have Helldivers 2 pre-ordered, so that is out in February. So we are going to multiplayer up and hopefully not kill each other left and right. So I I hold nothing for you. I I, I hope I hope that that doesn't happen and we can live, you know, a couple. But I know you, so we'll see. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you know, you if, if, I, if I could kill you, Rats. I was like, whatever. But you know, Kevin, I'd say I'm so sorry, dude. Thanks. Thanks. Horrible. Get what you get, sir. You get what you get. <laughs> so, so is, is that your list, or you got more stuff? I know. No, you, I got more stuff. I, got, I, got more I know stuff, you did. So. I know you did. <laughs> uh, Persona Three Reloaded. So, um, this is starting in the. Hey, I'm gonna give Xbox Game Pass a shot. So this game's on Game Pass. I only dabbled in Persona 3 originally on the uh, PlayStation 2, and so I'm kind of there for it, man. I'm kind of there for it as far as checking out that game and um, seeing this remake of Persona 3, and it will be available on the good old Xbox. So checking that out. So and uh, I'm kind of. I want to check out Prince of Persia Lost Crown. I don't know how you guys feel about that. That is coming out next week. So I say play it, you know, play it when you can. I'm in check it out. I'm not really all that into it, but if you are, Hey, check it out. Uh, well, the thing about what I'm debating about doing since I'm you know, stuck on Xbox Island this month, stuck on Xbox Island. Wow. <laughs> well, I've, <laughs> I've committed to play on Xbox this month. So stuck in the middle with you. I, you know, I've been trying to maximize my, <laughs> my visit to Xbox Island. So I'm thinking <laughs> really Why seriously. Y'all make it sound like a chore that has to, I am not. That's him. That's a, it's like, it's like, man, oh man, I got no, so, so, to so, so, work. I got to take out the garbage. I got to play Xbox. He's like, stuck, I'm, stuck I'm, on I'm, Xbox I'm, with Phil. I'm, I'm taking a negative. I'm taking what is a perceived negative and making it into a positive. See, life gives you lemons. You're going to make lemonade. And that's what I'm doing. I'm making lemonade. So what I'm debating about doing is that on Xbox, there is Ubisoft Plus. So you pay $17.99 to Ubisoft. And for one month, I could go ahead and play Prince of Persia. Uh, the new Prince of Persia. I'll be able to also check out Avatars, Frontiers of Frontiers of Pandora, which I've been meaning to check out anyway. 
I've been kind of it was on my Christmas list. I gave to Des, but Des said, "I ain't buying you no games. You got enough games." Yeah. Christmas, so. I made a, a conscious effort to not buy this man any games for Christmas. It was like, nope. Yep. And you know, if I subscribe to Ubisoft Plus, once Prince of Persia is out next week, I'll be able to check out Skull and Bones for a little bit, too, as well. So There you go. I think you so, should do it. So I think you should do it, too, Des. That way you can check out Skull and Bones. I've already played the demo. Everywhere. That's enough. You already did, uh, is that enough for you? That's enough for me, sir. Play the demo. Yay. <laughs> you think about going back to play it or hails to the hails no? I have no idea. I, I have I'll, no I'll idea. play it on I'll play it on a sale. But you, you know, know Ubisoft but... Plus, you'd be able to play it for $17.99. No. No thank you. <laughs> no <good>. thank you. <laughs> no thank you. No okay. thank you. So I guess it will be February by then, and I'll be all up in the Grand Blue Fantasy anyway. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's just a thought. You know that game is going to bomb. So you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk wow. about other bombs. It in the, probably in the news will. As well, so. <laughs> probably not wow. going to bomb like the game we're going to talk about in the news. But probably not. But we'll see. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty much as far as new games I'm looking forward to right now. I mean, obviously there's a few unknowns. You know, as far as you know nintendo is concerned um but uh, there's plenty of of games that i mentioned there you know that could, mm-hmm. I could probably go on for a year in the day and i'm not going to so backlog i want to try you know, i'm gonna make a more conscious effort this year to play what i actually own and not buy as many games that's why i don't have 10 million pre-orders and whatnot so as far as on Steam Deck, I want to play the Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky series. I want to play all three if I can. So I'm going to get on it. So uh, another game I've been meaning to play, I've been playing off and on for like three years now, is Dragon Quest XI. I've never like got gotten deep into the mix. I want to get more into my RPGs. So I want to play Dragon Quest XI. I want to play more of the Yakuza series. So so it's something that's a lot. lot. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not looking to. You know obviously eat you know put it all on the plate all at once and eat it all i'm gonna make a conscious effort to you know fire these babies up because all, all this finagling i'm doing looking for games online and looking for deals and trying to get my collection all like all prim and proper i'd rather spend the time actually playing stuff i actually enjoy versus i want i want to you know it's like i it's like amassing a bunch of books and never sitting down to read i want to read i want to play so, yeah, it's not not a bad idea. Yeah. Um also want to play Sea of Stars because I have not played it this past year and I've been really mean to dive into that game. Uh Titanfall two is another one on my backlog I've just been meaning to play for years and I have never played and it looks like uh, everyone talks how great that game is. That's cheap to get if you don't have it. it oh, I already really I already have it for multiple oh. platforms. So I have it for yeah. Xbox. I can play it right now, buddy. Woohoo. Might be it might be an idea. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I've only played the first game, and I have not played the second or the third. And both of those games are meaty, meaty, meaty. So, uh, might be something I want to play on Steam Deck versus playing on the on the you know Ghetto Ass Switch. As far as having Ghetto all the Ghetto Ass Switch. Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Savage. It, it, it is what it is. You know, it probably looks great on the on the Switch OLED, but you know. And if I could get it on my Steam Deck OLED, it might be a little bit better. It might be a little ghetto, better. Ghetto ass switch. Wow. Damn. That's savage. That's what they should call the switch too. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, if it's the, no, 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 
They're, so they'll call it just normal yeah. switch, and they'll call the original switch the ghetto ass switch. <laughs> all, all you guys are all uh, all crazy for Final Fantasy Seven, uh, the new hotness. I'm on the play Final Fantasy Seven remake. I have never played Final Fantasy Seven remake yet, so so my bad, my bad. That's pretty much my backlog I want to get to. So oh, and then all the sunny first party business i have not played god of war 2017 i have not played ragnarok i have not played mm. any of the horizons i have not played any mm. of those so days mm. gone mm. i got i got plenty of stuff to play i don't you need do? to you don't need to drive the GameStop to go get some deals i want to walk to my game room and grab some deals off the shelf so that's what, what i'm looking forward to in 2024 so you sure you're a playstation fan <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just I'm just asking questions as 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 they pop in. It's like you ain't played God of War, you ain't played Horizon. No, I have not played Bruh. any of these games. Yeah. My, as my I might as well just like you know, like take off my mask and say boom 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 Xbox Xbox. Reveal your reveal your Phil Spencer T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll rectify my sins i swear mm-hmm. i'm just giving you a hard time i know i can see it so but cool. the fact that you haven't even played like have you played spider-man 2018 no Spider- i have not played spider-man i oh, played a little bit man. of the first spider-man but that's it so that's please talking man. about 2018 yeah like the first one mm-hmm. wow I don't know, bro. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was like, question. you know, yeah, I was, that's I all I'm saying. That, He's at the pull your card, Destiny sir. <laughs> the pull your card. Be like, um, pull my card. Yep. Credentials yeah, card is, are in question. Yep. Sir. This card is expired. <laughs> Need to renew. Thank you. Here's your paperwork. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. I'm give it up. <laughs> All right, sir. uh, Candy Crush and and Sea of Thieves. So, all right, sir. Do you got anything else? Because you got a lot. That's a big old laundry list. I got goals. Your 2024 is packed, sir. Packed, yes. You may never leave the house again. I I need some gaming X lax. I could tell you that right now. So, (laughs) all right. So, uh, John BT says, I don't really uh, have much as I need to catch up on 2023. Uh, Yeah, he says, I really. uh, I don't really have much as I need to catch up on 2023, but I agree with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake again, uh, never played Dragon Dog Dragon's Dogma, but Part Two sounds cool. Not excited to rebuy all the Switch games when they announce Switch Two, and say it's not mm. backwards compatible. Um, mm. I am not as cynical as you, my friend. I do think that it will be compatible. I really think that the Switch 2 is just going to have Nintendo's way of saying, hey, look, everybody, 1080p. And we're all going to be like, and, and the whole world will rejoice. <laughs> Finally. And then, and then, like, everyone and their mama will rush out and buy it because they can find at least play Tears of the Kingdom uh, a little bit and look a little better. Yeah. <laughs> They, they'll then, probably still make you buy of all the games because they'll switch the cartridge format to micro micro uh, it, SD as opposed as opposed to the standard. Well, there is a news story out right now, and I didn't have any news, but basically Nintendo is letting all of their most of their 
first party games go out of print physically so no don't say so, that yeah mm. I- including mar super mario odyssey and a few games so people are surmising that it's they're gonna announce the switch too <sighs> and then they're gonna have a um, like something on the box indicating it's playable on Switch 2 as well. So let's hope, let's hope that all that is and not mm. a uh, I'm thing scared that they're going to gonna relaunch all these games mm. on mm. Switch 2. But yeah, they're all, you know, <laughs> if you try to go buy Pikmin 3 or Super Mario Odyssey, you cannot get the physical games at all right now. They're all sold out everywhere. So yeah. So watch out, y'all. I really hope they don't do that because I'll be super pissed if they do. Mm. And I will hang my head down low as I as I make that purchase. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so for me personally, uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, that's one of the ones that I'm really looking forward to. Played the crap out of the first one. Um, Joe, you can take your time with it. I probably won't be using your pawn, but yeah, you know, you know how it is. Um, Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, ready to play that. I really want another good Star Wars game, although I really probably should play Star Wars Jedi Survivor, but I don't know. Maybe I will. That might be on my backlog to play. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Banishers looks really good. I kind of want to play that one. That's on my... I think it's interesting. Um, I really wish that you could change protagonists between the two. You could choose either to be the guy or the girl. I think that would have been a really kind of cool, um, a cool uh, addition to the game. That way you could, it was like, like different, like that one game that they made a long time ago where you could play either the, the, the living person or the dead person. So I can't remember the name of the game, but that was something that came out a while ago. Um, definitely, definitely going to be picking up hell divers to uh, day one. That is a, that game is just made for uh, multiplayer hijinks. If you have not played Helldivers with the three of us, you are missing out. And I can only imagine how cool it's going to be to accidentally, quote unquote, shoot Joe in the head. So uh, we'll see. I'm going to murk you first. What are you talking about? Murk. <laughs> gonna... You're going to get murked. <laughs> Uh, another another multiplayer game that's going to be uh, fantastic to play because we actually have to work together and there probably is no friendly fire is uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I really enjoyed playing uh, the demo um, at PAX. So I am interested, really interested to see what that game is going to look like. Um, I don't know anything about the story. Um, and I, I really hope that you can hop out the box and play the game together. I really hope that there's no like, oh, you have to play through this tutorial or have to play through this. No, just let us please be able to play it and we can get on. Uh, another game that I that I really was interested in that looks really crazy is uh, uh, it's a and if you uh, I think uh, Goonie, if you like uh, oh Goonie, Goonie and John, if you like uh, Metroidvanias that are really kind of quirky, there's one coming out called Altros. Um, it just looks like this crazy neon fever dream of a game. It looks fantastic, but it looks crazy as hell. Um, I know y'all like these games like that. Um, and I just think that you guys would really, really, really enjoy that. So just take a look at that. Another indie game I'm thinking about is the Plucky Plucky Squire. It's uh, it looks kind of silly, but I'm actually I'm actually kind of here for it. I think it'll be fun. Um, 
I think the, uh, one of the other ones I want to get is uh, Princess Peach Showtime for the Switch. I think that's going to be really, really fun. Um, yeah, I think that's really about all of the of the games that I'm really thinking about. Uh, Marvel uh, Midnight Suns, that's a game that I really want to go back to uh, in my backlog and play. I really need to play Spider-Man 2 um, because I have it and I haven't played it. So I need to sit down and play that one as well. Um, yeah, so I, I do feel like a lot of uh, a lot of these games are going to be like when I come out, when I come when I start playing. Um, oh, and Avowed, of course, uh, Avowed's going to be going to be perfect. Um, I do know that once the game is uh, once I come out of my Xbox uh, month of Xbox, I will be spending a lot more quality time with my PlayStation. So. But uh, but that's that's it for my list. Uh, now we have one last person, um, and that's JHR Maverick, who says, "I can't wait for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth." So yeah, I, everyone in our list is super hyped to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, except for Joe. He'll probably gonna play the first one and then then get hyped for the second one. So, but we'll see. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the the second one because there's two steel books so there's a uh, free steel book at Best Buy and then obviously the steel book with the deluxe so I gotta grab Ooh. it so there you go so I I really hope that you know you, you get it and it's everything you want it to be my friend so uh, there's no question for this week uh, we're gonna start off uh, our main event next week with the question. And we just wanted to make sure that we were, you know, all on the same page coming out of uh, coming into 2024. Um, so thank you to everyone who has always taken the time to be a part of our main event and our um, our question of the week. Uh, we love hearing back from you. If you want to learn how you could be a part of this, uh, wait till the end. And uh, show enough is going to let you know how you can do that. But you know what follows me. It is the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thanks, sir. You're welcome, sir. Start off Jabroni Gaming News 2024 with quickness. Uh, first news story on the docket has to do with a little game called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Kill the mm. Justice League. So, so what about kills is- the game? Oh, well, we're going to talk about that right now. So there's a lot of uh, previews that went up on various um, websites, uh, basically. And so there's a lot of uh, detriment, uh, detrimental things that were stated, unfortunately. So IGN's preview uh, called out the repetitive nature of the game's combat, which relies on three or four core moves. Unlike Destiny, though, those core mechanics are not satisfying enough to carry the experience. Facts. Um, and the same preview cited uh, messy entire open world missions as another element that makes playing the game more of a drag. Uh, comicbook.com uh, was fond of the game's movement and traversal mechanics and how they give each of the four characters of the squad their own character and how they navigate the environment. They did call out the, how busy the screen gets during combat with all the different colors, weak point indicators, and general chaos. Uh, comicbook.com was also not fond of the open world mission design on here. GameSpot no, noted the bland design of missions that aren't part of the main narrative. Um, they said that Rocksteady is positioning the game as a live service game, so it's banking on a lot of that repeatable content to keep players around, but 
doesn't look like it's going to work. Nope. Uh, they w- weren't impressed with a flash boss fight, which is disappointing considering those fights play a major part in the game. Uh, Eurogamer found the movement mechanics to be fine, but not as fluid or intuitive as something like Spider-Man 2. But it was positive on the game's combat, calling the mix of melee juggles and shooting satisfying. So, most uh, so, pre- we're, so people are able to talk about the NDA, right? Or, or they're, they are not able to talk about that. Well, I was going to add at the end, but basically um, because of the fact that this game wasn't getting a lot of positive coverage, uh, Rocksteady and WB Games has decided to um, lift the NDA from the most recent beta, which all three of us took a part of back in December. So so we um, can talk about it now, right? We can talk about it now, yes. Yeah, yeah it misses me with this game. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what game they played, but the traversal trash, the 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 the, the combat trash, the level design trash. Who are who who? No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying. To, and I'm usually pretty open with stuff like this. But after reading, but after reading what they said and like you know, oh it's you know it's this. No, no. I thought while while the traversal was different different for for each person and that's quote unquote cool how to do the traversal for each person was terrible having to click multiple buttons having to you know it just it, it just was it's just not intuitive it's not intuitive mm-hmm. not at all a car does harley quinn normally have a gun in the comics because it just seems no like... she never she hardly she hardly ever as if never uses a gun she always uses a bat or some kind of a melee weapon or her or her um or her acrobatics. So that's why I'm like, they don't know what's going on with the characters. So I don't know. I, I, I just no. This is this is a huge miss for me. Um what I what I was hoping would be a fantastic, fun, you know, multiplayer game, you know, they they basically turned into a live service in order to try to make more money and keep it going for, for a longer period of time. And so instead of just making a real an actual real game they they made a they made a live service and they're expecting to fill it up later and i just don't think that people have the time nor the energy to do that yeah very disappointing very disappointed with that beta very disappointed how about so, you kev what, I what's your own? I, there is nothing that des has <laughs> said that i do not agree with the game is trash it, mm-hmm. it I, I, and this, see, okay, this is a thing. Rocksteady has the blueprint. They yep. did Arkham. That set the standard for superhero games, superhero action games. Because before then, before the Arkham, before uh, Arkham, Superhero games were hit and miss. There were some that were okay. There were some that were good, but none of them were great. Nope. None of them were great. Arkham was the first one that said, you know, dare I say, let's make hero games great again. And and they they did. 
but they just come now i'm i'm going to assume that this game is not developed the people that made the arkham games are not all there at that studio now i have to assume that because this you can tell me that this studio are the same people that did the arkham series no you couldn't tell me that the same I, people that designed Batman, Arkham, uh, those three games designed this. So I'm going to assume that that crew is no longer there and they've got some Gen Z dudes that are just trying to to make themselves, you know, a gas game that they can that 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 they can buy their their McLarens and mansions with because None of none of what I played coalesced in a immersive, fun gameplay loop. Nothing I played. I couldn't even figure out how to get um, what was it like Harley? Some kind of way Harley Quinn has Batman's technology. I don't understand that, and she's mm-hmm. using Spider Man's abilities i mean she, i couldn't figure out how to utilize the damn uh bat hover to get to the next waypoint because even the on-screen prompts made no sense okay hit this to do this action and then you do it and it's like okay well how do i continue on i wound up falling and then it resets to where because they're going to make you get past this part in order to get to the end and I just said, you know what? I'm not having fun with the game. The shooting was bland. The it, it, there was no real impact to it. And nope. why is every and I, and I I don't know anything about about the Suicide Squad, but I do know that each of these characters has a unique ability, power, function to them. Why are they nothing more than just Call of Duty clones. They're just running around shooting stuff. There are a million and one games where you can run around and shoot stuff, both in first and third person. Why did you take why did you take the superhero out of the superhero game? Or super villain or anti-hero, super anti-hero, however way you want you want to define it. This game is no. This is not good. It's not good at all. This is going to be in the bargain bin on they're going to they're going to they're going to whore it out to every subscription service in the world. You'll probably be able to be, be able to play it on Tubi. <laughs> I I don't see <sighs> I don't see how this game it, 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 I, And the sad thing about it is like the, there was a good game somewhere in there. And it just, it just, they just lost it. And I don't even think sadder, there was. What's even sadder is this is this is worse than than Marvel's Avengers actually. Like at least the Marvel's Avenger like had a had a like a narrative that you could play, and and it kind of seemed like, you know, y- you were doing something. This game is like mm-mm. as this bad as as bad as I thought Marvel's Avengers was, at least. The superheroes were superheroing. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man was using the functions of his suit. Hulk was running around smashing stuff. 
Kamala Khan was doing whatever was Kamala Khan and whatever that is. I mean, <laughs> Kamala Khan, and, yep. <laughs> um, at least they they were using their superhero abilities. This game, they're just running around with guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 well, you get the boomerang. Like, Captain Boomerang can teleport with his boomerang. Okay, but at the end of the day, he's still running around shooting stuff with a gun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just so bland. Just so... It's You want to talk about phoned in. That game was phoned in. This thing must have been... Uh, 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 conceptualized, designed, and executed over Zoom because I, I don't see how you can how how you can you how you can with a straight face sit there and say this is what we came up with after a delay. Sit there, this is this is what we came up with, and we know you're going to enjoy it. I, I'm no, nah, bruh. Mm-hmm. No, this game's been in development since 2017. So, in fact, they took over from uh, Montreal, WB Montreal, that was developing a Suicide Squad game, and so they stuck rock steady on the project. So, and what wound up happening is that the founders of Rocksteady left the company. Well, that's most apparent in this project. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I did look while you guys were talking about the game and the director of the game. Uh, his previous credits, uh, he was the uh, gameplay director of the Division One and a, another Ubisoft game, World in Conflict, and then moved over to Rocksteady afterwards. So, so he has no superheroing, no action game credentials to his. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because yeah. the Division was at least a good game, right? Yeah. yeah. The first. This Division is not great. even that. No, this is I, not even that. I I have no idea what's going on. I'm looking at some uh, information from IGN, and they're talking. Had an interview with the game director Axel Ridby on here, and he's basically saying that uh, that there's going to be player choice for the four Suicide Squad characters: Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. That that they basically you could go in and have hundreds of different quote unquote character like combinations to suit your play style. So on there so i guess you're able to go in and make some combinations of shaking up powers and whatnot and they're saying that they're going to have lots of post-launch content to add to the game as well so but at launch we're looking at hundreds of possible combinations and permutations for builds across our four characters so what does that even mean? I have no idea, but King that's Shark. What I mean, okay, I don't know. Des, you educate me on King Shark. What are his functions? What is what is he's his a, ability? He's a bruiser. What does he do? He is a bruiser. That's it. So then, why isn't he bruising? Uh, because they gave him a gun and told him to go on. <laughs> King Shark has never used a gun, so that's why I'm like, like, doesn't okay. he just run around bite people's heads off? Yeah, isn't that a, kind of what he's known for? He's a physical like damage dealer that he like basically runs up and punches the crap out of people, and he's physically super strong. So the fact that this is his character is like, okay, y'all must not have ever read a comic, or if you did read a comic, you were like, well, you know, <laughs> throwing just, all just, this out the window. Yeah, they're like just just being you know big and you know. Big and beefy is just not enough. We need guns. 
I'm like, okay. According to the interview, they said that they have a few core parts of builds that will allow players to customize their playstyle, including things like gear and eight loadout slots. Things like afflictions, meanwhile, can then be applied to melee weapons and grenades, creating effects such as Deep Freeze and Diablo Blaze based on other DC characters. So. Oh, so yeah, they named also, it after them. Okay. Yeah. Also, you could also toy with talent trees and traversal mechanics, which will allow <laughs> players to make the most of your villains' abilities. Oh. Okay. Now, how, mean, how how much you want to bet they're going to be selling these abilities on 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 the store? Stop that. Don't say that. Don't say that. They, they better not be selling this. They better yeah. not be. The, uh, the afflictions are called Deep Freeze, Diablo Blaze, Live Wire Bolt, and Venom Frenzy. So they're each developed by Poison Ivy using a DC character's powers. So okay, I mean, you know what? To be, to be completely honest, that is kind of cool. You know, having having Poison Ivy develop this stuff and and calling it like Diablo Blaze. Okay, so so that's that's kind of funny because there was a there's Diablo as a character, so ha ha ha, he he he, you know. But at the same time, kind of like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. This whole, you know, I this played game. this game and this it, just, game. it was kind of mid. It kind of reminded me of Crackdown Three. <laughs> so no, this is worse than Crackdown Three. This is worse. Crackdown Three was fun. Are you kidding? Uh-uh. You know, you know, all all the games I mentioned in my backlog, I have no business even touching this game. You know, so <laughs> no, you think I'm gonna be playing Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, or Horizon, you know, Forbidden West, or like God you're of War playing, or something? You're playing. Um, um, Shit, Division. we need to go back and play uh, Gotham Knights. You know, you talk about another. I'd rather play game. Gotham Knights. Yeah, me too. I'd <laughs> so. rather play Gotham Knights than that crap. So we kind of set our piece down. I'm glad they lifted the NDA prior to the game coming out because obviously once once the game comes out, it's going to be null and void and out out the door. So, I mean, other hey, news. Y'all want to buy it? Knock yourselves out. Yeah, they're they're uh, ramping up the marketing machine though for it. So, which is kind of crazy. They're starting to advertise everywhere on TV and all those other stuff. So both PlayStation. Yeah, Sony is invested in this because of the fact that they got the exclusive for it and they're going to roll with it. So mm. we'll see if, if Call of Duty Man and, uh, you know, the, you're seeing people that are clamoring for the latest uh, COD or Madden are going to come in and want to play Suicide Squad, kill the Justice mm. League or not. I seriously mm. doubt Good it. For them. Can't win them all. Yeah. And try. well. <laughs> Nintendo had an announcement this past week. Um, Golden Sun and its sequel, Golden Sun The Lost Age, are both coming to the Switch Online catalog, uh, Game Boy Advance catalog. So a lot of people were clamoring about this because they wanted to see Golden Sun kind of make a comeback. So both games are going to be available on January 17th, and the expansion pack subscription is required. So... So looking forward to that. I don't know if our membership kind of kicked in or not yet, Des. But um, oh, that reminds me. Thank you so much. I need to go and redo that because my my member. Because again, since I've been playing Xbox, I totally forgot my membership has expired for Nintendo. So yes, I will be I'll be doing the uh, family um, the the family thing, and you and Paul will be able to you know play it with me. So yeah, I'll be taking care right of that. Are you going to do the expansion pass too, or just the regular yes. switch online? Yes, it'll be the expansion pass as well. Okay. 
good deal. But you know, so uh, I want to play it because I want to play them. I, I really enjoyed uh, the first uh, Golden Sun. I don't remember the second one. Um, I don't remember the second one. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been playing this first one a little bit on my um, analog pocket, so I own the physical for both. So I'm a kind of a if we haven't talked about I'm a Game Boy Advance fanatic at least a little bit. So when we go to Japan, I'll be picking up some uh, Japanese GBA games. So good, it's awesome. Good I probably will be I probably will be um, uh, helping you do that. <laughs> awesome. And uh, I got some further news for Xbox. So we're going to talk about Xbox for a little bit. So um, there is an Xbox Developer Direct coming up next week on January 18th on here. So there's going to be a focus on four separate games, uh, Machine Games, Indiana Jones game. There's going to be a deep dive on Obsidian's um, RPG Avowed. Sweet. Uh, There's going to be new gameplay and details on strategy game Aura, A History Untold. I'm not sure why Xbox they, they they're going like balls deep about like all these like strategy games that you know I just it's not my genre but for on console it's just kind of weird that they're bringing out all these Age of Empire titles and um, well the 4K strategy genre is a is a genre that people play you know and yeah. it's usually it's usually relegated to uh to pc and not on consoles you know and i think most of that is because people just don't want to take the time to transfer the controls because the controls can be a little bit wonky you know that's what it comes down to for sure and there's also going to be also a behind the scenes look at senua's saga hellblade 2 which you know i hate to say but that game's kind of taking the mantle of most anticipated xbox game and everyone's putting like you know the heavy weight of expectations on the title, if need be, you know, kind of taking the weight off the of Starfield. The Starfield done lifted that weight and kind of dropped the weight. So, mm-hmm. so also immediately following the developer direct, Zenimax Online Studios will have the unveiling of the Elder Scrolls Online 2024 global reveal. So, um, sad thing about that for me, I'm actually kind of excited for it. <laughs> Because I want to see what's going to happen. Because, I mean, I still like, I still like that that game, and I would go back and play it. You I'm, know, every now and then I check in and see what's going on with the game. So, that's a don't sleep. That game is actually pretty good. I know. Well, so, if you're interested, hell, I'm interested in it too. I mean, I remember Crafty Larissa. Yes, I Crafty Larissa. Yes, your 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 ex. You know. Yeah. Crafty Larissa, she's she's yes. there for you, sir. She's like, hey, buddy. So who knows? Maybe she's we'll crafty Diana, <laughs> <laughs> or she could be. Let me be. Come on. She's she's crafty. She gets around. Crafty Larissa, yes. Crafty Larissa, she's like, what's up? And other Xbox news. There's a game gonna hit early access. So if you remember the game Pal World. It is coming to both Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PC. So if you don't remember this uh, the, from the Keeleys previously, the, this is this was the Pokemon with guns, with with the Gatling guns coming out. The the Pokemon <laughs> creatures, 
out ready to shoot, shoot, bang, bang, shoot him up on mm. here. So it is <laughs> deemed as being an open world survival crafting game. Power. Uh, I don't oh, is, is this the one that that should have been issued a cease and desist? <laughs> Yeah. By by Nintendo themselves, yes, yes. because they have like several creatures that look dead on, like like they didn't yep. even bother trying to change colors. They look like the Pokemon. Yeah, is this that, that game? Is exact, that is That's that game. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's coming exactly. to early access on Xbox, and since you subscribe for a month of Xbox Game Pass, Kev, you could play it too. So it is an open world survival crafting game that supports up to 32 players a session and set in a world where mysterious creatures called pals live. So <laughs> the worst name. <laughs> like really? This, this, is, what this is what we do now. Okay. We are just jacking a beloved series and just like tear. Give them guns. Now it's now it's different. Along uh, along your adventures, you encounter many pals. You could capture them, make them work, fight, breathe, and, and you could even sell them. So, oh my gosh! You could adventure in a large world alongside your pals, but yeah, you you could uh, capture them, yeah. breed them, and sell them. So yeah, I'm definitely selling mine. <laughs> this this. You have over a hundred pals to choose from. So um, there's uh, many rare pals such as subspecies, bosses, legends, and lucky pals, etc. Additionally, oh, more, one. more pals one. will continue to be added in future updates. So you could capture and train pals. Every pal has a special skill for you to utilize. There's also pals that can fly and can use guns as well. So yeah, day uh, one. There's day vast one. open world and many dungeons to explore. So there's various areas such as plains, <laughs> deserts, snowy, snowy mountains of volcanoes. Man. Day one. This day is what we're doing one. now. Okay. Day one. There's also one. many dungeons with hidden treasures and special pals. And so day one. Is yeah. there a pal that's yellow and shoots lightning bolts from his tail? You know it. Probably. Probably with a gun, Gatling gun, and and, and one that has detective ability. Detective, detective ability sounds like exactly. a More, like yeah, a grizzled yeah. East Coast police officer. I I I'm here for it. Bring it. Yeah. Bring this to me. Bring this to me now. I want it. And you can also fight against leaders of hostile factions and field bosses. So every biome has a hostile faction base there, whose leaders stand in your way and won't back down without a fight. So. And you have a, a wide variety of weapons, including bows, swords, uh, assault rifles, rocket launchers. So even some pals come with Gatling guns and missile launchers. <laughs> okay, uh, question, question, yeah. question. Why does the uh, I'm assuming villain villain like person in the uh, uh, clip art of their YouTube launch video look like homeboy from Team Rocket with uh, a black vest on and a different yep. hair color and cut. Yep. Why? Why? Okay. I, I'm no, no. Mm -mm. This is just straight the, plagiarism. This is an imitation. This is the, plagiarism. I don't care what nobody say. I'm here for this it. Is plagiarism. Bring it to me. Guy has the console exclusive. The early they can have it because this is this is this is just like. I gotta go. I I got I gotta have it. I I need it. Bring it to me. 
guess what? You could also base build in this game. So you can farm and cook and generate power to your pals. So you have to put your pals at your base and make them generate power for you, probably on a, like a treadmill or some, some sort. So. <laughs> Another slaves. Well, if you could sell them, I mean. This is awesome. Yes, I'll be playing this day one with Joe. Come on, Joe. We're palling it up, buddy. <laughs> but you got to make sure to give them food and, and rest or it could negatively affect their motivation. So you got to make sure your pals are happy to. Screw so. that. These pals better not this game Ugh. so i'll have to check it out probably the servers will crash what's coming out next friday on january 19th during our month be on. xbox so is it going to be on xbox it's on xbox game pass sir let's do it so next weekend pal world with the gaming vessels well maybe yeah not, but yeah come on kevin you gotta pal it out with us buddy Mm-mm. Gotta pal it up with us. Mm-mm. Just on principle, it's like <laughs> you were just gonna steal a multi-billion-dollar idea that a team of people put in hard work, time. I mean, I'm not a Pokemon guy. I I have never cared about Pokemon. Never was interested in Pokemon except for that one game, and it turned out to be not so good. Um, you know the one with the 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 giant Pokemon that would come out, the the, the Giga Gigamon, oh, the whatever Giga they ones. called it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were just you just say nah, forget about putting in hard work and coming in coming in with our own idea. We just gonna jack every Pokemon that's in the Pokedex, maybe change a color or two, maybe change something that had a beak into a bill. But it's completely Otherwise, different. And give them guns. It's, and it's, it's the guns. It's, like, it's completely that's different. It. Yeah, it's completely different. Come on, it's, it's, it's got like guns. comparing that's Street it. Fighter and Fighters History or something. Yeah, yeah. completely different. And completely Capcom sued. I can't remember if they were successful or not. Probably but they, not. They, no, they, 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 they were not they, as successful. They were not successful. You know? Yeah, but um, at least <laughs> at least Fighting History's Dynamite. At least their characters look different. And they had similar moves, but, it, you know, it would be like if they had a Guile clone that said, instead of saying Sonic Boom, he said Boom Sonic. I mean, it, it, it <laughs> still so, looked the same, still throw the projectile looks the same, but, nah, you know, we don't have time to put in the hard work to design, design our own shit. We're just going to jack this this series that has been beloved by generations of peep kids and adults around the world. And we're just going to put it into this game, give them guns and call it a day. Nah, yeah. miss me with that. Miss yep, me with it. that. I'm all about it. Give it, bring it. Mm-hmm. I need, I need, I need gun at you. <laughs> I need <laughs> I'm gonna like pick, I'm gonna make my Pikachu like I'm gonna make him like Karnov. I'm gonna shave his head, give him a beard, <laughs> have him a Gatling gun. So we, we talk about Fighters History Dynamite. Hell, I'm gonna make my my my, my pal my Pikapal like Karnov. So, Bruh. Bruh, Nintendo. I don't know. Maybe oh. I don't know why. How they avoided the cease and desist is amazing to me. They 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 must have they must have Epstein's list and some I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I have more Xbox news for you guys. So 
Baldur's Gate 3, there has been a, sa- a deadly save bug on the Xbox. Of course. So. And Larian <laughs> says the fix is forthcoming on here, but it's not Larian's fault. Larian stated that Microsoft has identified the cause of the save bug on the Xbox and will be issuing a firmware update to fix it. So it requires a firmware update. So Damn. So, yeah, um, there was a number of workarounds that were um, basically given to combat the issue, but they uh, finally came down to said Microsoft has reportedly now identified its cause and is working on a permanent fix. So you'll be able to update <laughs> your console manually on January 16th, which is coming up, uh, not even at the date of this recording. So or wait a week longer for the update to roll out globally. So it might not even Roll out then. So Larian's probably not too happy with Larian should have said, nah, bro, that's not us. <laughs> They're all check that, fail. That's not us. That's what that's what they stated. And in fact, also there was another story about Baldur's Gate 3 and Xbox. And uh what was happening is that people were um using the capture button and capturing footage of Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, some at the most kind of steamier scenes in the game. Yeah, they're they're capturing the sex scenes. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're, they're capturing, capturing the, sex scene, the sex scenes. Like, okay, nope. then guess what Xbox was doing? There, there. <laughs> people were using the capture ability in their uh, on their controller in their oh, console geez. software, and then Xbox was going in and banning users. So. Mm. So they're right. banning users. So they're going out mm-hmm. and basically suspending people, sometimes permanently. So wow. Larian's director of publishing, Michael Deuce, uh, wrote on X that the situation was, quote unquote, annoying and uncool. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what he stated. Annoying and uncool. OK. Yes. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Yes, here, Xbox yeah. support account has addressed the situation <clears throat> and confirmed that the Baldur's Gate bans were not made in error. They were not done automatically. So uh, oh, Xbox supports X account stated to provide clarity on Baldur's Gate 3 mature content enforcement actions. Xbox found suspensions are not automatic. Each clip is reviewed by a moderator and then found in violation of our safety and content policies, action mm-hmm. accordingly. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, our team evaluates appeals and can reverse suspensions if action is taken in error. If this is a first offense, we will remove the suspension and let the players know why it happened and how to avoid future issues. So mm-hmm. the doubling down on the policy appears to have gone poorly with some players. So some ex-users stated, just checking, this is a game that you allow to be bought and played on your console, correct? No one should be getting suspended at another X uh, user. Instead, players who block M-rated games in their family settings should not see any clips from M-rated games. Should be not more complicated than that. So, mm-hmm. so all the fervor about all that business. Uh, you know, I guess Microsoft and Xbox is quote unquote annoying and uncool. So <laughs> annoying and uncool. Well, you, you know, know the, the the people have a point. This this is an M-rated game. It is sold on the platform, and they we have ratings for a reason. So yeah. if yeah. parents are too lazy to figure out the parental uh, parameters on the console that they purchase for their kids, that's not that's not Larian's problem. That's not that's not even Microsoft problem. It's it's the parents' problem. 
Yep. Get involved in what the hell your kids are watching and doing. Agreed. If you don't want to see them humping, a, see somebody humping a polar bear, then uh, adjust those parental guidances. Yep. 100% well, agree. You know, Xbox come back and say that they're not annoying and uncool because they have brought out the Xbox Series S two slice toasters now available to purchase in the U.S. via Walmart. With a retail price of thirty nine ninety nine, so too expensive. Achieve unlock <laughs> optimal <Forty> ex- <laughs> Too expensive. Guess guess what? This achievement unlock optimal carb experience. This appliance will take your kitchen countertop to the next level. The shade selector dial lets you toast your bread, English muffins, frozen waffles, and bagels exactly Stop, like you Joe. like Stop. them every time Stop. on here. Stop! So, this is not a commercial. Stop it! I'm not. We, we are not. You we're can make not. toast with Xbox symbols on we, it. We're so. we not pitchmen for Xbox. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. We're not getting paid for this. Stop it. <laughs> well, this this is going to be the coup de grace. This is the, uh, the whipped cream and the cherry on top. So the Series S toaster is allegedly part of a new wave of licensed Xbox gear. So you're going to see now, moving forward, Xbox ramen bowls, RGB <laughs> mouse pads. <laughs> Storage boxes, pen holders, and more. So more Xbox gear is on your way. They need it. They need the money. Hey, you know. They don't need the money. Buying all these things. They, I mean, they have made themselves the butt of the joke at this point. Yeah. I I mean, stuff that would have been a meme three years ago, they're bringing that those memes to market. Yeah. And they they're literally just making themselves the, the butt of the joke. I'm like, you know, just 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 do your third party thing and get it over and done. If yeah. that's because you're all you're doing is <laughs> you're pissing off your your core fan base. Number one, you're pissing off your core fan base. You're making you're you're making the the, the platform the butt of everybody's joke. Just, just, just take your daddy war bucks and and make this thing a third party thing. Put it out on everything. Re, re, uh, retire the, the the hardware, and just be be done with it. I mean, are you sure though? I mean, are you sure? Like this is this might be what what Xbox people want. You know, it's well, it's you know, be, you're hundred percent. You're hundred percent true because. You know? It's going to be at Walmart, thought. easily accessible. It's going to, you know, you know, I, they, maybe I they never would have thought I would see gamers cap for 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 free for for, for free games. I mean, I, I never thought I would see gamers cap for poor quality games. I never yeah. thought I would see gamers cap for you know, playing 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 games where the cars are humping each other in the street and and calling that a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I I never thought I would see that day. I never thought I would see the day where gamers make excuses for something like Redfall, where the damn vampire can't navigate around a picnic table, and <laughs> say that that's a gameplay mechanic. I, I never thought I'd see that day, but here we are. Yeah. Here we are. So you are absolutely right, sir. Uh, uh, they might want it. I, I forgot you know, that. Player against the square. 
on that one. I I, I can't I can't I can't say nothing in retort. You are a hundred percent correct. And that's sad. I made, I made amends <laughs> for my previous sins. What what'd you do? I traded in Redfall. I, I got rid of it. Why? Remember, I bought I bought it for like I think three dollars and fifty yeah. cents. Like why'd you trade it in? Why'd you trade I got, it? In? I got nine dollars back from GameStop. They gave me oh. six bucks. So. Oh hey. Well, at least you got at least you got to come up. So that's good. I guess. <laughs> I mean, hey. You know. Well, speaking of come, come ups, up. that's the end of the Jabroni Game News this episode. So. Mm-hmm. This is this is. <laughs> this has been something. Okay, I mean, 24 <laughs> Xbox coming to you with some toast. Too bad they can't really? have a pal come in and toast my toast for me. So you know what? Why sir? did they put Phil Spencer? You have an option to put burn Phil Spencer's image into it into the toast. I, I, I think that would have been that would have been a <laughs> Aaron Greenberg I mean, man. If that Aaron Greenberg, <laughs> I would buy one. I, have you ever? But did you ever think? You know, there might be a secondary reason why Joe put this up. Do you think Joe wants this for his birthday? Like, do you want Xbox gear for your birthday? Joe, do you want is this what you want for your birthday? You know, we also did that thing about the the, the Xbox mini fridge. You want that too for your office? I mean, be honest, Joe. Just be honest. No, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Let us, let us know, Joe. Let us know if you want this. Uh, if it's the Xbox Onesie, you know, maybe See, I'll think hey, about it. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if if this is if this is like subliminal messages, <laughs> you know, just let us know, buddy. We will. We'll make we, it happen, right? We'll, we, we will make it. I will. I will go to a Walmart, and I will buy it for you. <laughs> I'll wear a mask, but I'll buy it. for you. <laughs> I mean, no one's uh, buying that. Mm. Mm. Oh, Lord. Game night. <laughs> Thursdays. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. New time, new that, time. <laughs> that, is the, that is the day of the week that we set aside to uh, hang out with our gaming vessels, Discord community, play games, catch up. All that good stuff we reserve for Thursday evenings. So you might be saying, how you? How do I become a part of that foolishness? Well, that's easy. You just log in to the app formerly known as Twitter, currently known as X, 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 Head over to at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click the link and you're in. So there is no Patreon tier list to pay for. There is no waiting list. There is no uh, giving up of your firstborn to have the privilege of joining. None of that nonsense. You just click the link you're in. We just ask you to be a good person, likes talking about video games, and likes interacting with those who love this hobby as much as you do. So any of that sounds interesting to you, I think you will find a great online home at the Gaming Vessels Discord server. Special thanks to those who took part in our main event, John BT, GHR Maverick, Goonie, and Crucial Chase. Thank you for uh, your submissions. Made this episode a little all the more interactive. Uh, we, we do look forward to seeing how our community responds to our questions, uh, to our, to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 
and getting your points of view across on this wonderful world of gaming. So special shout out to y'all. And uh, well, you've made it this far, folks. That is going to bring episode 234 to a close. We want to thank you for working out. Yeah. Hanging in there with us over this episode. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Call my pals. I need some more pals. Lord. Stop it. (laughs) But you might also know him as... The Food Max of Gaming could maximize your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And we'll be back next time, episode 235 for your ears. Peace.